The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus and his disciples left from there and began a journey through Galilee, but he did not wish anyone to know about it. He was teaching his disciples and telling them, The Son of Man is to be handed over to men, and they will kill him, and three days after his death the Son of Man will rise. But they did not understand the saying, and they were afraid to question him. They came to Capernaum, and once inside the house, he began to ask them, What were you arguing about on the way? But they remained silent, for they had been discussing among themselves on the way who was the greatest. Then he sat down, called the twelve, and said to them, If anyone wishes to be first, he shall be the last of all and the servant of all. Taking a child, he placed it in their midst, and putting his arms around it, he said to them, Whoever receives one child such as this in my name receives me. And whoever receives me, receives not me, but the one who sent me. The Gospel of the Lord. Yeah, we uh, saying just yesterday, there's, there's a good bit of humor in, in the Gospel passage, uh, in the Gospels, um, and uh, there's also a good bit of frustration, you know, the, the disciples really slow on the uptake. I mean, you know, Jesus is, uh, he's, he's speaking quite plainly to them at this point, and now they think they have to decode his language. You know, it's like, we're, we're in this uh, topsy-turvy, not only just a topsy-turvy world, but a, but a topsy-turvy relationship here that, they, that they're having with Jesus. Yeah, the Son of Man is to be handed over to men and they will kill him. It's, it hasn't been so plain in the gospel to this point. And they will kill him. And three days after his death, the Son of Man will rise. Of course, there, Jesus, he didn't say I, right? He's talking about the Son of Man. You know, what is this? The Messiah figure, the suffering, his vindication. Is it symbolic language for, uh, you know, for uh, some uh, military conquest? Looks like it's going to fail. Uh, you know, come, comes out. Um, you know, all, all well in the end. Yeah, it's, it's a little, I, you know, you can feel for them. You can feel for the disciples. Um, but they did not understand the, the saying. They were afraid to question him. Yeah, this is, this is usually um, a sense that we're getting something a little bit wrong. Yeah, you're afraid to question Jesus. You're afraid to bring yourself to him. There's something that has to be taken care of here, do you know? And the only, and yeah, I don't know if I'd say sadly, but the only way to take care of this thing where we're afraid to come to Jesus or we're hesitant to come to Jesus is to come to Jesus. So we have to keep persevering in the coming to Jesus, right? We have to keep, we have to keep bringing ourselves, our hearts uh, to him. And, in the, and in, the, um, in the openness and the vulnerability of that close personal relationship that we have with Jesus, he's going, to be, he's going to be speaking, and we're cultivating, hopefully, an active receptivity to him so that, so that his words can, uh, can go down deep, his words can transform and, and renew us. He can, he can speak uh, his truth, any particular truth, uh, but any, he speak his truth into our hearts that begins to uh, straighten us out and um, yeah, make us right 
so that we can be, again, his, his right-making people, the people who put his world to rights. Okay, so this, this, is, this is already going on. We already have a hint that something's um, going awry here in the passage. And then, of course, more, right? They, they, get in, they get into the house, and this is where you know, Jesus already is... Um, is uh, he has the habit of explaining to them already everything that's been, that he's been teaching about. He's going to do it. He's going to do it in private. But he asks them a question: What were you arguing? Hey, what were you guys arguing about? You know, like, hey, what, what's going on with you guys? And uh, of course, they don't, they don't answer. They don't want, they're so embarrassed by this point, right? Because already, they were, you know, if if it wasn't enough to say like they were hesitant to come to Jesus, this is a warning sign. Guess what? Another warning sign is going to be that you're jockeying for position. Right in in the kingdom of God, you're jockeying for position. Like you're like, we we all are facing Jesus together. Right, that's what we that's what we do as disciples. We're gonna face Jesus together. Um, if we're if we're looking around at all with 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 anything other than compassion, love, like dedication to each other, that comes from our commitment to Jesus. We're getting it totally wrong. We're getting it totally wrong. Um, so I don't, I don't even understand. I used to have kind of examples at hand of the way, you know, we might look around at, at each other and say, oh, yeah, this, you know, that's a, good, that's a good guy. I hope good things come to him. And that person, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that person, that person's here. Okay, I mean, maybe we don't have those questions anymore because, like, I'm the chief offender and I'm here every day. You know, so it's like, <laughs> if, that, if this guy... If this guy can come here, then everybody else can come here as well. Do you know? God, this is how God works, right? It's, it's here. So here, put the lunatic in front of everybody. Then they won't mind so much. Like, they're a little bit crazy, but they're not as crazy as the lead, the lead guy. So we'll all, do, we'll all do this together. Yeah, I don't, it's, what is this, the, the jockeying for position? I think there, there are two ways to think about it, right? One is this kind of self-aggrandizing way of going about things. It's like, you know, the, the desire to be better than someone at something. I mean, I've heard this in... In so many people over the over the course of many years, you know, the desire to be better than someone at something, and like as though as though that would be, you know, again, our our claim to fame that that somehow that would achieve, that would be the achievement of uh, of immortality for us. You know, our name lives on because I was the I was the best that whatever. Okay, yeah, I say whatever because nonsense. Okay, so who cares? And then the the other part of it though, it, which I think is a, perhaps a little more interesting, is is our. Um, you know, our, our sense of vulnerability and brokenness, right? So it doesn't come from a sense of seeking strength, but rather that we're not, we're not comfortable with, with how weak we are or whatever. And so we're trying, to, we're trying to protect ourselves in some way, and, and we feel ourselves not perhaps we don't, we don't enter, in, enter the situation to jockey for position, but we might feel the kind of hustle and bustle around us of people, I don't know, getting ahead of us or whatever. And, and, we f- and, and so we feel less than. So it's not that we feel... You know, greater than we feel less than, and then we're and then we're concerned to like to at least hold on to our space or what and and that kind of thing. Anyway, what's the answer? Again, the answer is to go to Jesus, is to look at Jesus, and he and and to and I should say to trust to trust also in his call of us and his mission for us. Yeah, and if we live in that space where we we have been called by Jesus. We're going to train our hearts and our minds on him, and then we're going to be about his mission, right? We're going to, we're going to live for him. So the purposes of God, that, that's our life. That's our life's purpose, 
the purposes of God, what he wants to do, what he wants to achieve. That's what, that's what we want. We want nothing else than that. Then, of course, we, then we're caught up in, in all kinds of security. Right? We're caught up in, in the love of God, our Heavenly Father, who, who delights in his beloved children. That's where, that's where we want to be. Yeah, and Jesus puts the, puts the child in, in their midst to, to drive home the point, right? Whoever receives one child such as this in my name receives me. What are, what are the disciples tasked with? They've been pushed out with, with the proclamation of the coming kingdom of God, and they are, they are being received by others, yeah, or they're being rejected by others. And Jesus gives them instruction as to like what, what that, what that looks like and what they are to do in the face of acceptance or, or rejection. But he says, you know, you might have this, you might have this great mission. It's a great mission to be an emissary of Christ Jesus. Right? It's a great mission to be an ambassador for Christ Jesus. It's, it's great to be able to, to get out there and embody the love of God for, for, pe- for others, for his people, for the world, for his beloved world. It's great to be part of his putting the world to rights mission, the whole thing, right? His bringing heaven to earth mission. This is fantastic stuff. But here, even this child, so I don't know, we're kind of, um, we have, we have this kind of exalted view of, of children, right? Sorry, I know I'm not. I'm going to keep my eyes out here, but uh, <laughs> I know who's in the. I'm not saying anything about you, Mary. Okay, it's not. A, this is not personal. Okay, but ch- children, what are you know? They're they're just a drag on the situation. It's not okay. It's not true, Mary. I don't mean that. But you add a lot to our worship. But this. But look at the way that even uh, it's it's recounted in, in the in the gospel passage. Right? We see. Uh, what does he say? He takes a child. He he placed it in their midst, you know, like he placed it in their midst. That doesn't sound, that's not the way we treat, treat children, right? We placed, we placed, he placed her in the midst. He placed him in the, so, nah, I don't know. Anyway, okay. Some of that's just the language, okay? But even the language indicates a certain kind of um, uh, cultural view of the child as nothing. The child is nothing. Child is low man on the totem pole. Can't do very much. Can't earn you money, right? Can't gain you fame. Can't all, all the rest, okay? And put, but this child, yeah, if someone receives a child such as this in my name, that person receives me. So kind of two things, right? If, G- Jesus is, if Jesus were to send that child, then that child is a disciple. You know, that child has the stature of an apostle. I know, you see, I went like this, but I shouldn't have gone like that, right? Because it's not here, 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 here. I'm not trying to rank them. It's just this person living on mission for Christ. So this is, this is one, sending, and the other is receiving. So as to say that the, the reward that comes to the people who receive the apostles is, this, is the same no matter who it is they receive. So this is a, this is a very kind of, it's, in, on, one, on one level, it's a very flat kind of world, right? In the sense that just keep our eyes, our hearts, our minds trained on Jesus. Nothing else matters. We're all, we're all the same. We're all equal. We're all emissaries for Christ Jesus. We all do it, we all do it in, our, in our own particular way, in our own, according to the call, and so on and so forth. But actually, it's, it's the most vertically aligned way of seeing the world, where what matters is our all being plugged into God, our all being, our all being uh, not just associated with Christ Jesus, but, but giving him our, our full allegiance, right? Every ounce of, of strength and energy and attention that we have to commit ourselves to the task that he's entrusting to us. So this is it, right? We, he, we, we, we are embracing Jesus. We're embracing our crucified Messiah. We're going where he leads. 
He's, he is at the head of his people, and he is my head as well. So he gives direction, he gives um, uh, orientation, he gives strength and sustenance to my life. And I'm just going to go with him. I'm going to go with him, and I'm going to be about his mission. And you know what? I'm not going to care about the rest. It's, it's details. So that we're caught up again today in, uh, in this, in the, uh, in the, in the action of the mass, as it were. Jesus is offering himself to the Father. We're offering ourselves through and with and in him. Yeah, so he is, he is the divine victim. He's offering himself to God. We get to offer ourselves along with him. And offering ourselves along with him, we, we have uh, hearts that are re- made ready to receive his love, to receive his strength, to receive his grace, uh, so, that we can de- so that we can live our days as wholly dedicated to God and his purposes. So my friends, he is, he is sending you today to bring his love to life. It's ours simply, yes, I know very difficult, right? But it's ours simply to trust and follow him.